Geekville Radio. Well, here we are. Day 30. The last day for National Podcast Post Month. November in the year of our Lord, 2023. And boy, this has been a blast. I hope you folks liked listening to this as much as I've loved giving it to you. And I figured for the last episode, we'll do something different and random. I think this can just kind of be best described as just random craziness. But before I get to that, for those who may be new to listening to the Geekville Radio, or maybe you heard some of these shows over the last month, first off, of course, thank you for listening. I'm going to give you a quick little history. I don't want to bore you with long stories about you know the early days of podcasting uh, with uh, bad audio, bad microphones, and, and all that stuff. There's plenty of other podcasts that will teach you the ropes about getting into podcasting. But I started, I want to say 2010, maybe 2011. One of those people, I really didn't even know what a podcast was at the time. But uh, I started with uh, Norco Kipti, who has since passed on, uh, Jared Aubrey, and uh, Josh Wiener, who all three of us still do a show to this day called The Wrestling Brethren. If you're a pro wrestling fan, do a search for The Wrestling Brethren, and you'll find it. But from there, the A1 podcast, it kind of blossomed or spun off into Geekville podcast, because I realized I was interrupting all this wrestling talk with all my random geek knowledge. So I just thought, I'll take that out of the wrestling show and just put it on my own show. And that's kind of where it went and blossomed from there. A lot of various subjects over the years, a lot of format changes. And here, 330-some episodes later, here we are in 2023. So I don't know how much the future will hold. I know there's a lot of stuff coming in 2024. I know I haven't been doing as many shows with Train, but that's just a scheduling issue. I mean, there is going to be more stuff in the future, especially with Classic Wrestling Memories. So keep an eye on ClassicWrestlingMemories.com if you want to hear more from us there. So there's the uh, kind of long-form version. And yes, I said long-form because that's really about all there is to the story, except for maybe individual shows I've done over the years. And that brings us to the general craziness. What better general craziness to do than something that has been part of pop culture for the last 15 years or or so? And those are Chuck Norris facts. And everybody seems to have written their own. And most of these I've gathered from various sites over the years. I think there's still a chucknorrisfacts.com website. But before we get into the famous ones, I thought... Here are some actual, verifiable Chuck Norris facts. Real life. His actual fight record from all the karate tournaments is 183-10. and And most of those losses were very early in his career because a lot of those tournaments were single elimination. His real name is Carlos. Chuck was just a nickname he got, and I think it was the Army. And he was born on March 10th, 1940, which means in 2023 he is currently 83 years old. And here's another very interesting one. His mother is still alive. Chuck is 83. His mother is 102. And she's still alive and kicking. So I guess we know where Chuck got his immortal genes from. He 
got them from his mother. So with that said, I got my other Geekville staff here that have agreed to read off some Chuck Norris facts here. Chuck Norris was once on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune and was the first to spin the wheel. The next 29 minutes of the show consisted of everyone standing around awkwardly, waiting for the wheel to stop. Chuck Norris has counted to infinity. Twice. Chuck Norris protects Earth from asteroids by batting them back out into space with a redwood tree trunk. The asteroid that killed the dinosaurs was high and outside, so he checked his swing. Superman wears Chuck Norris pajamas. The city was going to rename one of their streets after Chuck. They opted not to after they realized nobody could cross Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris doesn't cheat death. He wins fair and square. Jesus walks on water. Chuck Norris can swim through dry land. The path of greatest resistance is through Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris can kill two stones with one bird. If you ask Chuck Norris what time it is, he always says, two seconds till, after you ask, two seconds till what, he roundhouse kicks you. Time waits for no man, unless that man is Chuck Norris. When the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could Chuck Norris? All of it. A picture is worth 1,000 words. A Chuck Norris is worth 1,000 pictures. Chuck Norris knows where Carmen Sandiego is, at all times. Chuck Norris can do a wheelie on a unicycle. Chuck Norris puts the laughter in manslaughter. Chuck Norris once watched the tape from the ring. When the girl climbed out of the TV and saw it was Chuck Norris, she climbed back in and turned the TV off. Giraffes were created when Chuck Norris uppercutted a horse. Chuck Norris sleeps with a nightlight. Not because Chuck Norris is afraid of the dark, but the dark is afraid of Chuck Norris. Death once had a near Chuck Norris experience. Champions are the breakfast of Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris bowls overhand. Chuck Norris doesn't play hide and seek. He plays hide and pray I don't find you. Before Chuck Norris was born, nunchucks were called nunbobs. Nobody knows what happened to Bob. Frost gets Chuck Norris bite. The Bermuda Triangle used to be the Bermuda Square until Chuck Norris roundhouse kicked one of the corners off. Chuck Norris can burn fire. Medusa lost a staring contest with Chuck Norris. Rice Krispies don't go snap, crackle, and pop when Chuck is around. They say quiet down. Here he comes. Chuck Norris cured leprosy just by giving it the finger. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, but Jack still couldn't withstand a Chuck Norris roundhouse kick. Chuck Norris once tried to breathe fire. The result is global warming. In a world where the laws of physics say it is impossible to be in two places at one time, Chuck Norris can be everywhere at once because the laws of physics told him he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Before Chuck Norris, the Dead Sea was alive. Chuck Norris wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. It was a rusty shovel. Chuck Norris flosses his teeth with razor wire. Some people are considered a one-man army. Chuck Norris can easily defeat an army of one-man armies. In the last 20 years, Chuck Norris hasn't aged a day. In fact, he's 10 years younger. Chuck Norris can make a diamond by squeezing coal. Chuck Norris was born in a log cabin that he built with his bare hands. Chuck Norris let the dogs out. Chuck Norris has no tattoos because nothing on earth can pierce Chuck Norris's skin. Our EM wrote the song It's the End of the World as we know it after meeting Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris only sneezed once. It became known as Hurricane Katrina. The reason the Grim Reaper is a skeleton is because he fought Chuck Norris. Trees fall over simply from Chuck yelling timber. If at first you don't succeed, you're not Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is never late. That would imply that anything else was more important than what Chuck Norris was doing. 
nobody ever asks why Chuck Norris crossed the road. The Tower of Pisa leans because Chuck Norris leaned against it once. Chuck Norris doesn't dodge bullets, they dodge him because they know better. Chuck Norris burns calories with a flamethrower. Mars has no life because Chuck Norris already checked. Chuck Norris doesn't have to do anything for a Klondike bar. Chuck Norris can gargle peanut butter. They tried carving Chuck Norris into Mount Rushmore, but it wasn't hard enough for Chuck's beard. Chuck Norris puts dry ice in all his drinks. When Chuck Norris logs onto eBay, he gets a special button for him that says take what you want. Chuck Norris draws in 4D. Chuck Norris can speak and hear sign language. The reason Chuck Norris isn't in Super Smash Brothers is that he would have an infinite percentage of life. Chuck Norris only needs one lick to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Chuck Norris can set water on fire. Chuck Norris got in a knife fight. The knife lost. Chuck Norris does his own stunts, and everybody else's too. Chuck Norris doesn't carry a watch. He decides what time it is. When Chuck Norris plays football, he is both the quarterback and wide receiver. The reason the Bulls run in Spain is that Chuck Norris came there to visit. Muhammad Ali's inspiration comes from Chuck Norris. That's where Muhammad Ali got the saying I wrestled with an alligator, I tussled with a whale, I handcuffed lightning and I threw thunder in jail. Muhammad Ali saw Chuck Norris do this in a daily routine workout. There is an everlasting battle between good and evil because Chuck Norris keeps winning. Neither side can decide which side Chuck Norris is on. No one tells Chuck what to do. No one. Usain Bolt can run 27 miles per hour. Chuck Norris is the cameraman running beside him. Chuck Norris can run over a tank with his bicycle. Chuck Norris is in all the Star Wars movies as the Force. Chuck Norris plays Jenga with Stonehenge. Chuck Norris won an arm wrestling match with both hands tied behind his back. The Incredible Hulk is green because he envies Chuck Norris. Sigmund Freud was talking to Chuck Norris about his theories of psychology. Without thinking, Freud asked Chuck Norris if he was afraid of anything. Chuck Norris looked at him and said, excuse me. Thus the term Freudian slip became a psychological term. Train stop at Chuck Norris crossings. Chuck Norris knows the location of parts unknown. Chuck Norris had six pet rocks in his rock garden. They became the Infinity Stones. When Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, he had three missed calls from Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris breathes air five times a day. So there you have 83 Chuck Norris jokes, one for each year he has been on this earth. And I think that will bring us to the end of the new content part of the show. I think what I'll do is just roll the credits here and if you want to stick around afterwards you can kind of think of what plays after the closing theme as kind of like the post-credits scene in a movie or tv show would just be stuff for the people that wait around after the credits so if all you wanted to hear was the new recording i hope you enjoyed it we'll see you soon with new geek for radio content very shortly all new stuff not just re-released Encore presentations. This is Geekville Radio. You can find us at geekvilleradio.com. You can find us on the podcast platform of your choosing, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, just about anywhere you find podcasts, you can find Geekville Radio and our plethora of shows as well. You can also find Classic Wrestling Memories at classicwrestlingmemories.com. Like I said, if you want to hear the Wrestling Brethren, which is current pro wrestling, unlike Classic Wrestling Memories, which is about, well, classic wrestling memories. You can just do a search for Wrestling Brethren. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review, let us know what we're doing well, let us know what we could improve on. 
Because as I keep saying, I'm always looking for ways to better this show. So going to power down this one last time here for Napod Pomo 2023. And if you want to stick around for the post credit scenes here, you are more than welcome to. But thanks for listening. We'll talk to you folks again soon. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any products or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts and or guests do not reflect the views of GeekvilleRadio.com, the Wrestling Brethren podcast, family, or any of their affiliates. Some media used in Geekville Radio is the product of their respective copyright holders, all rights reserved. This is Norco from the A1 Podcast, reminding you, if you enjoy listening to Seth on the Geekville Podcast, listen to him again on our regular podcast, A1 Podcast, listen to every week on Tuesdays, the A1 Podcast, where wrestling and pop culture collide. Here's a sneak peek at the A1 Podcast, episode 197, where the big boys play. I remember a lot of times a lot of people would say Monday Night Nitro, not just not Monday Nitro, but Monday Night Nitro. Yeah. It it took a people took took people a few years to to, to get into the Monday Nitro um, aspect of it. I just find it funny also in regards to the the Luger appearance in the first show that they have to stick to the oh my god, what is he doing here thing instead of, hey, remember when he used to work for your company back in the day? Big U.S. champion. Don't remember any of that? No? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. He had left and made his WWF debut at 92, so just about a three-year a three-year gap. So I can understand why people, some people would think, would not remember who he was. <laughs> They'll think of him as the guy who jumped from the, the WWF to WCW. Well, don't forget, he was WBF first. Oh, 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 my bad, you're right. Because he couldn't be WWF first, so they had to come up with some stupid bodybuilding federation to get him on TV. And with all of Vince's ideas, that might be the most ridiculous, was the (laughs) WBF. The A1 Podcast, on Stitcher, iTunes, or at a1-wrestling.com. This is the only podcast that's Jimmy Rave approved. I was also remembering the infamous Saturday Night Live more cowbell sketch. And about how, you know, needing more cowbell, and of course, you know, kind of, kind of like bacon or hot sauce, cowbell seems to make everything better. So I got to thinking on that and got to tinkering. And I want to play something for you here. This is from the 1986 Transformers of the Movie soundtrack. The song is called Nothing's Gonna Stand in Our Way by a band called Kick-Axe. Uh, although they went under the name Spectre General for the album because I, I guess for a kid's movie they didn't want a band called Kick-Axe on the album. So it's listed as Spectre General. But this is the song, Nothing's Gonna Stand in Our Way, uh, the instrumental, as it appears on the album.
there, there you go. You know, good, good fun. You know, I can smell the hairspray, see the ripped jeans, hear the shredding guitars and all that. Now, here is the instrumental to Nothing's Gonna Stand in Our Way by Spectre General off the 1986 Transformers of the Movie soundtrack with Cowbell. I'll leave it up to you to decide. Cowbell, no cowbell. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as you peruse through the A1-Wrestling.com area, take time to check out the Geekville podcast. Each week brings a new type of concept. Superheroes, robots, wizards, spaceships, and yes, Timmy, maybe even some fiery death for that mutant zombie scum. So come one. Come all to the Geekville Podcast, part of the A1 Podcast Network, available through iTunes, Stitcher, or at a1-wrestling.com. Here is a sneak peek of Examining the Doctor, Episode 5, The Fifth Doctor, The Peter Davison Years. I absolutely adore the rest on Warrior Robot. Mm-hmm. One of the true genius ideas ever to come up in Doctor Who and that scene which was in fact directed mostly by JNT with the Cybermen getting killed Mm -hmm. still one of the greatest things in Doctor Who ever is David Banks throwing up milk and making the guts of the Cyberman come out of that Cyberman it is inspired (laughs) oh it's inspired I I just love it to pieces I could watch that I I could watch uh, the cyber fight over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. until my VHS broke the the magically disappearing Silverman and tights you know I know (laughs) I know it's so silly it's brilliant you know the spears the harp and just when you think it's going to get you know how can this get any better he has a knife and he Cuts the Cyberman's head off. How did it get any better than that? You know, the little disc that he throws and it gets the Cyber Leader in the side, and then he gets a he gets an arrow through his arm. Right. And and this is meant to be you TV. This is for kids. This is un, unreal. That's the Geekville podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, and at a1-wrestling.com. I don't know, dude. And it looks like the Lumia Offers app is uh, now done, which sucks. I didn't get to uh, claim my free year of uh, Office 365. You know, I already have Office 365 for free, so. I thought you were going to say Office 316. (laughs) Office! Office 316 means I just did word on your ass! (laughs) And now, the A1 Podcast presents Celebrity Theater. There's only one who knew. Bilbo had the ring. I looked everywhere for the creature Gollum, but the enemy found him first. I don't know how long they tortured him, but through the endless screams and inane babble, they discerned two words. Shire, brother. Baggins, brother. Shire? Baggins? Ooh, yeah, but that would lead them here. <laughs> take it, Gandalf. Take it. Take the ring. No, Frodo, No. No, you must take it, dig it, you must take it, ooh, yeah! 
You can't offer me this ring. Ooh, I'm giving it to you, brother. Take it. Don't tempt me, Frodo. I cannot take it. Not even to keep it safe. Understand, Frodo. I would use this ring for my desire to do good. But through me, would wield a power too great and too terrible to imagine. Well, folks, here we are. It's the end of the world. As we know it, yeah, we, that song's probably going to be playing a lot today. And here we are, sitting in the mobile underground bunker. Oh, don't don't ask me how a underground bunker is mobile. Well, we're, we're not going to we're not going to sweat the details. Uh, Want to congratulate all of our listeners who have uh, survived the apocalypse, survived the end of the world. Like I said, we're just sitting down here, uh, prepared for the worst. And uh, we'll, we're going to be making our way to the surface uh, shortly. But, uh, you know, the, the end of the world really doesn't happen very often. And, uh, but I, am, I did manage to spend it uh, with my guest here, making his return to the Geekville podcast. Nick, a.k.a. Leadbase. Uh, Nick, how you doing? I'm doing good. Surviving. Yeah. And, and uh, so how are you spending uh, the end of the world here? Well, uh, initially I started thinking about all the other things I could be doing. Um, but I realized, most importantly, all the stuff I never did. So I'm finally getting to it. I found that jar of pennies in the corner I've been collecting for uh, my special vacation. And I'm going to count it. I'm going to start counting all these pennies. Yeah. So, so that jar that's been sitting up in your, your little cubby hole all this time, you've always yeah. wanted to know how much was in it. Everyone's got to have one of those. I mean, this yeah. one could have like 500 bucks in it for all I know. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like a thousand dollars in here. Yeah, who, who knows what what cash money will be worth uh, once once we make it to the surface. Uh, I actually finally trimmed all the crabgrass around my house, so now at least the apocalypse will look like it's well maintained. Nice. So yeah, yeah. And hey, you know, kind of like what happened in the golden age of comics. You know, all our comics might become valuable again. Yeah, I mean, you can officially put to end. Uh, What's going to replace what? Digital comics replace physical comics, or physical comics going to increase in value? Everything's going to increase in in value now. Yeah. Because we, locked in down here, officially have the last comic books, digital or physical, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, that, of course, and all of our fans out there who've obviously survived and are hearing this, they obviously have theirs too, so, you know, those, though, valuably are going to go through the roof, undeniably. And I'm sure A1-Wrestling's Prime, a.k.a. Jared Aubrey, is standing on some mountaintop in Winnipeg you know, laughing his ass off like he said he would because his Windows phone was going to survive the apocalypse. Uh, so, looking at my watch... Uh, five dollars. Huh? Well, five dollars and pennies. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I was expecting a whole lot more than that. Yeah. Okay, well... I was a big letdown. I think it's time to make it to the surface here, uh, so... It has been quiet for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, it's... And, uh, the whole time. We'll, we'll get into our elevator, our little turbo lift here, and uh, give us a few, and we'll, we'll meet you on the... I'm going uh, to put on this nuclear suit just in case, yeah. this, this rad protective suit. Yeah, check I don't out, know if you brought one or not, but... Check, it, check the mutations, and... Yeah, and uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into the uh, turbo lift, and uh, we'll, we'll see you in a few.
you know it, the world's still here. Well, I guess we got a podcast to fill here, so... Nick, here we... Yeah. So... Oh, at least you can still spend that spend that five bucks. Actually, uh, yeah. I got five dollars worth of pennies I can go spend. Yeah. Penguin Random House Audio presents an excerpt from Alexandra Bracken's Star Wars, A New Hope, The Princess, The Scoundrel, and The Farm Boy. Recorded live from the show floor at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, California. We would like to thank all of our visitors for taking the time to record with us. For more information about Penguin Random House audiobooks, and for free downloads, visit tryaudiobooks.com. Han forced a relaxed smile and turned slowly. The face that stared back at him was vivid green, covered in scales and bumps. Black, glassy eyes sat atop a short, trunk-like nose. Greedo. In the grand scheme of bounty hunters and henchmen, the Rodian was about as dangerous as a fly buzzing around a bantha's bottom. Unfortunately, he was on the trigger-happy end of the spectrum of Java's hired help. The captain slid back into the booth, relaxing in his seat. If he showed a hint of nerves around the Cretan, even with a gun pointed at him, Han would never forgive himself. As a matter of fact, he told the Rodian, I was just about to go see your boss, but now you can tell Java that I've got the money. It's too late, Greedo said, a little too happily for Han's liking. You should have paid him when you had the chance. Java's put a price on your head so large that every bounty hunter in the galaxy will be looking for you. I'm lucky I found you first. Han was lucky too. If it had been a reputable bounty hunter, say, Boba Fett, he would have been in a galaxy of trouble. Still, he wasn't sure if Jabba's contract on his life had the dead or alive clause, so he wasn't about to go shooting off his mouth. Yeah, but this time I've got the money. If you give it to me, I might forget I found you. Greedo leaned across the table. He would have winked if he had a sense of humor. I don't have it with me. Look, there was this little thing getting boarded. Han slowly reached for his gun under the table, sliding it from the holster at his hip. His fingers brushed against the cool metal as he sucked in a lungful of the cantina's warm, smoky air. You can tell that to Jabba, Grito said. He may only take your ship. Now it was Han's turn to sneer. Over my dead body. The Rodian laughed, the sound trumpeting out of his snout as he trained his gun right on Han's heart. That's the idea. I've been looking forward to killing you for a long time. A slow smile spread across the captain's face. Yeah, I'll bet you have. Grito disappeared in a blinding flash of white light as Han pulled the trigger on his gun. The thump as Grito's body slumped onto the table made the other cantina patrons look over. Poor Grito, Han thought, glancing down to the smoking corpse as he stood again. Never realized Han could shoot under a table just as well as above it. I said no blasters, the barkeep growled. For your trouble. Han reached into his pocket and flipped him a coin. Sorry about the mess. Young fool, tis only now in this thy final living moment thou dost comprehend thy folly and my might. Thy feeble skills are nothing when compared to all the power of the dark side. Thou dost pay the rightful price for thy severe and utter lack of vision. I, thy deadest you, and I am both thy creditor and thy collector. Do what thou hast not repaid with thy death. I shall exact from thy own flesh 
excursion into the Geekville Podcast. Remember, the Geekville Podcast is part of the A1-Wrestling.com podcast family, sponsored by Amazon.com and iSpots.com. You can find the Geekville Podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, or at A1-Wrestling.com. Geekville is also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash A1Geekville. The Geekville Podcast is not sponsored or endorsed by any of the companies or products discussed unless specifically stated. The opinions of the host and or guests are purely their own and do not represent the opinions of any sponsors, A1-Wrestling.com, or its affiliates. Some media used on the Geekville Podcast is the copyright of its respective publishers, all rights reserved. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. Oh! Snap!